Welcome to Straight Talk Wealth, heard every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. with your experts in all aspects of wealth accumulation, preservation, and income planning guaranteed to last a lifetime. And now, your host of Straight Talk Wealth, Bruce Whitey, on News Talk 1590 KVTA. Say hello to my little friend. Good morning, Ventura. Hey. How you guys doing this glorious Saturday morning? Hey, uh, I have an interesting question I want to pose to you today. Today's show is going to be bubble or no bubble. Because you know what? What's going on? What is going on? We started the year and it was like, hey, everything Bruce has always said about we're in a bubble. It's finally coming true. And and uh, then it's like uh, it all went away. It all went away. It was just a bad dream in January. So look, folks, here's the thing. Do not look at what is happening presently to understand what is happening in the future. Now, just because I say there's quite a bit of money printing and stimulus and bubble that is in the current markets and all the asset markets, this goes into, you're going to hear about today, this goes into real estate, it goes into stocks, it goes into gold. Um, all these assets are incredibly bubbled, I say, but you know, we'll explore it. We'll see. And we'll see who backs me up. I got some great guests today. I've got, uh, let's see, David Stockman. I've got, uh, the former, uh, office of management and budget under Ronald Reagan director. I've got, uh, economist Harry Dent. Uh, we're going to look at, uh, some things that Donald Trump has said recently. And who else am I covering here? I've got uh, Mark Faber, big section of Mark Faber. I will introduce you to him. He's a Swiss uh, investor and economist, and we got a big. We've never featured him on the show, so we are going to cover quite a bit from Mark Faber today. And he's going to talk about. Uh, he believes we are already in recession. He's going to talk about China, and he's going to kind of. St- Stand back and say, what's the overall picture? So we have some real good clips with him. But the point is that, you know, uh, even if I say things are going down and then we have a big change in the market doesn't mean that's the moment. And the moral of the story is it's not what's happening now. And you can't. There's so much smoke and mirrors. There's so much man behind the curtain. Wizard of Oz reference here going on in our markets and economy that you can't just, I get people that come in the office and go, well, it looks okay now. Well, I was scared last week, but it looks okay. You have to find out why these things happen and you have to get underneath the surface. And if your wealth isn't important to you, if you can lose wealth and it doesn't matter, then you don't have to be so concerned. But most baby boomers, most people getting close to retirement don't have time to make another mistake. And so what's really important, the thing we try to look at on this show is not what is happening. We want to know why is what is happening happening, because that tells us what will be happening very soon. And in the world of planning and in the world of investing, the important question is what tomorrow will bring, not what today looks like. Now, I do have a real special giveaway that we're going to do today. 
Um, and we're just going to go back to giving stuff out for people that call. So I want you to write this number down because we're giving out free stuff today. Lots of good free stuff. And you know, I know when we, we send people like people call into the show, they didn't believe this when we first got in the air. And I said, call now for our free package of materials. And there wasn't any, you know, there wasn't any obligation about it. Uh, it certainly, you know, gets people to see what we're about and it, and, and it gets people warmed up. So when we do events, more people are interested in coming in, but, People were so surprised. You sent me this big package in a box of materials, Bruce, and that was free for calling? Like, you don't want anything? A book, a hardcover book, reports, audios, videos. Yeah, we give that stuff away, and we're doing it today. So write this number down so you can get your free stuff. <laughs> it's 888 8825578 is the number for the free stuff today and you'll see the value of this a little bit more as we go because what besides talking about bubbles today at the end segment today I want to talk a little bit about the gold bubble because a lot of people have a sense that there is going to be a collapse in the markets collapse in asset values and maybe the economy and some of them believe they need to rush to gold now we'll discuss this but uh economist Harry Dent has been very outspoken on this. And earlier this year, I spent a good 45 minutes with him on the phone and had a complete conversation. And when I talk to Harry, I challenge Harry. I don't just accept what he has to say. So we recorded a conversation over the great gold bust ahead, which was the name of his report. And I asked him things like, why is gold so emotional to people? And how is this new collapse going to be deflationary how why is it not inflationary where are the bubbles what are the triggers going to be how how do bubbles go systemic when debt gets into the uh, i don't want to get too intellectual here but we're talking about gold in the commodity cycle where gold prices are headed i'm going to play you a little bit of that at the end of the show today will the dollar default i really challenge him on look there's a lot of reasons to think the dollar defaults the dollar defaults gold's going to go through the roof terry harry and you're telling me that it's not going to. So we talked a lot about that. And I even asked him if we should go back to the gold standard. So all of that is on the uh, free CD. So you're going to get that. And listen, if you've never called our show before, I have a really special gift. So first of all, everybody, whether you've called the show or not before, if you do not have the CD of my 40-minute interview with Harry Dent on the great gold bust ahead, start calling because... I got about uh, 50 of them, and then they're gone. I can't give any more away. The number's 888-882-5578, 888-882-5578. If it takes a little while for the operator to answer, just hang on. They will get to you. If you've never called the show before, I'm going to throw in a free copy of Harry Dent's uh, full <laughs> I don't know what it is, 300-page, 250-page book called The Demographic Cliff. Uh, how to survive the great deflation of 2014 to 2019. And uh, that's a great survival menu for the coming crash. Although we haven't determined there's a crash yet. We got to get on with the rest of the show. But if you think it might be, I suggest you get that book. I only got a dozen of them on stock. So that is going to go to people who have never called the show before. So everybody calling is going to get the free Harry Dent 
uh, and Bruce Whitey on the phone, uh, CD of the great gold bust ahead where I challenge Harry on all of this on a 40 minute phone call. And then all the new people, if you never called our show before, you'll also get a copy. Uh, well, until I run out, I got 12 or 15 of them around of Harry Dent's book, The Demographic Cliff, How to Survive the Great Deflation Ahead. All right, let's get right into content here. I want to start with Donald Trump of all people. I just want to pull on a few clips I got of uh, the Don speaking uh, in recent history into the election about uh, he's making news right now talking about what he feel, believes is a bubble. And this caught my attention right when he announced, because uh, this is an issue I care about. And I was surprised that a presidential candidate was being quite open about this. And this is not an endorsement for Donald Trump, nor is it uh, negating any endorsements. Reduce our 18 trillion in debt because believe me, we're in a bubble. We have artificially low interest rates. We have a stock market that frankly has been good to me, but I still hate to see what's happening. We have a stock market that is so bloated. Be careful of a bubble because what you've seen in the past might be small potatoes compared to what happens. So be very, very careful. Hmm, interesting. All right, well, let's fast forward here. Let's look at uh, March 2016, what uh, the Don has been quoted as saying. If you listen carefully in this clip, you'll hear that the Don hasn't been in stocks for the last year. Last one, Janet Yellen, chair of the Federal Reserve, is going to be testifying again today on Capitol Hill. Do you think that any part of this financial turmoil worldwide is her fault? Well, sometimes it's confidence. Perhaps people don't have confidence in her. I mean, you don't know what it is exactly, but it is turmoil. I'm very proud to say I never bought stocks, but a number of years ago I bought a tremendous amount of stocks, and I sold them a year ago. And I'm very proud. At first I said, oh, I made a mistake. I sold my stocks and the market looked up. Now I can tell you I'm way, way ahead. So I'm very proud of that. I'm a non-stock buyer. In other words, I'll, I listen to your program, but not for stock advice. But I bought because money, money was so readily available. It, it almost was, you know, every company should make a fortune. And I was right. And then I sold. I held them for a couple of years and I sold them and did really well with them. And again, it's not my thing, but, but I saw this coming. And I've, I've been talking about a bubble. You, I think you sort of alluded to it, but I've been talking about a bubble. We are right now in a big fat, ugly bubble, and we're controlled largely by Asia and by countries like China, in particular China, because of its vast size. And we're controlled largely, our destiny is largely tied into what what is happening in China, because we're so wired into China. And they manipulate their currency, and we don't. And that gives them a big advantage. Donald Trump, it was a pleasure. Thank you very much for being with us today on Varney and Company. We do appreciate it, sir. We'll, well see you thank next you very home. much, and thank you for being so nice. Thank you. Okay, so the story's kind of unfolding here. Maybe it has something to do with China. Let's get one more clip in. Here's Trump on 60 Minutes. The market went up and down this week. Do you think we're in another? I think we're in a bubble. And I've been saying, I said to you the last time I spoke to you before the market. So what started. would you expect to be facing if you were president? Well, we're too reliant on China and Asia and other places. And I told you that the last time you interviewed me, and I've so far been very right. I've been right about a lot of things, actually. I've been right about take the oil, hit the oil. Uh, but, but we are in a bubble. We're in a very bad bubble. We're very tied to China and to Asia. It's not a good thing. All right. Well, I would I would portend that there's a lot more than just China and Asia, but it's just interesting. I think it's he's got to be the and I'm not this is not a political endorsement. This is uh, this is, you know, observation, news and uh, commentary. But I think it's interesting that he is the only presidential candidate that's telling everybody, by the way, it's all going to blow. 
this is a big bubble. I don't see anyone else saying that. They're complaining and they want to pin it on Obama and, and all these other things. But we're going to explore this a little more deeply today. I personally don't enjoy making political issues, uh, economic issues into political issues, because I don't think any of the politicians understand doodly squat about economics. And, and uh, you know, I'm not going to talk about anybody this year. Okay, but in general, uh, I don't trust people running the government to really have their wits wrapped around how economies work. Now, in just a minute, I'm going to get into uh, another perspective from Mark Faber. I'll give you his credentials and talk to you about that. But look, here's the problem. And here's why I'm presenting this, which is that every day I see people coming into my office that are close to retirement. And this is just we just do not live in a in a time like our moms and dads lived in. Our moms and dads took risk while they were still making income, while they were still working, while they could replace losses if they had in the market. And you also had a generational and demographic situation, which you really need to understand the power of demographics. But demographics had been poised because of the baby boom to keep an economy growing. The baby boom, whether it was the Rolling Stones, we paid for or the music industry or the Helms bakery man that came down the street or, uh, you know, uh, soccer games and Dodge caravans and VCRs. We were a massive generation and we powered an economy. And that's why we, we think that an economy will always expand. But we, as the largest segment of the demographics are contracting in our current, uh, spending patterns, Pretty much baby boomers right now as the largest demographic just want to pay their debts off and save for retirement. That takes money out of the economy. And after post World War II, there were baby booms all around the Western, the Western world, which is why the Western world has less and less demand. Governments are trying to inflate that with stimulus, but I don't care how much free money you want to loan me. I don't want any more loans and I don't want to be the consumer I was when my kids were growing up. So the answer to all of this is things are going to change. And either we have any, uh, a market that is based on the actual economic underpinnings, or we have a market that is solely based on the drugs that it's given by the bankers. Okay. Now you're going to hear Harry really rant on this. Harry Den is really going to rant on this at the end of the show. I have some clips, but the bottom line is you need to scratch underneath the surface. Look where we're going in the future because the future is where you will live. You won't be living in today. You'll be living in the future. And when the future is different, you need to be prepared. I'm going to give you all the information you need. And hey, I'm also going to throw in my free report. It's illustrated so a high school sophomore can understand it. It's called Inflation or Deflation, America's Monetary System in Crisis and How to Plan for It. So here's the deal. Call 888-882-5578. I've got a free kit, an educational kit to give away today. No strings attached. 888-882-5578. You're going to get Harry the, the CD of Harry Dent and I on the phone discussing the great gold bust ahead because Harry's literally saying gold is going to go down to $700 an ounce by 2017 and maybe $350 by 2020. You need to understand why and not just stand on the sidelines and look if in fact you think that's a refuge for the rest of the stuff that's going to be 
killing us. You'll get um, my report, Inflation, Deflation, America's Monetary System in Crisis. You'll get the free uh, audio CD on the great gold bust ahead. And if you have never called us before, I want to encourage new callers. You're going to get a free copy of Harry Dent's entire 250, 300-page book called The Demographic Cliff, How to Survive the Great Deflation of 2014 to 2019. All of that when you call 888 882-5578. Got a call by the end of the hour. 888-882-5578. Okay, let's talk about Mark Faber. Okay, Mark Faber uh, is a Swiss investor who is based in Thailand for probably some good reason. He is the publisher of the Gloom, Boom, and Doom Report newsletter. And he directs uh, Mark Faber Limited and acts as an investment advisor and fund manager. Uh, he's got a lot of other credentials to his name, um, and he just manages a boatload of money. He's born in Zurich, schooled in Geneva. Uh, I think I'm sure he's in his 60s by now. He's born 1946, so that would make him whatever. I guess he's coming up on 70. All right. Anyway, very smart man, very articulate. Uh, interviewed as a talking head on all the talk shows, and I grabbed a few of them. Let's listen up to what he is saying. We've never had him on the show before, so let's listen up to his projections. Uh, you said, Mike, you said a couple of days ago that basically you think the U.S. is probably in a recession. What makes you say that? Are, are there a specific number of data checks that you're looking at? Well, if I look at exports, if I look at industrial production, and uh, recent car sales and the slowing down of credit growth and in particular the dismal performance of commodities and also of equities last year when you talk about doom and gloom for this year 2016 i have to point out that in 2015 with the exception of people that held bitcoins uh, the performance of all asset classes has been uh, poorer And in the U.S. stock market, uh, the indices have held up relatively well because they are driven by, say, 20 stocks, whereas the majority of stocks is already down 20 percent or more. So I think the Fed has created an environment uh, by inflating asset prices where future returns on assets, whether it's art or bonds or stocks or real estate, will be poorer. And so, Mark, if we look into 2016, given what you said, first of all, can the Fed afford to hike rates anymore this year? And what's your outlook for stocks and bonds over the next 12 months? I think Miss Yellen will go into the financial history books for having waited with Mr. Bernanke to increase interest rates uh, since essentially 2010, 2011, when they should have done it, when the economy had some momentum until right before a recession in the U.S. in December 2015. I think that will be the biggest joke and failure of monetary policies by the the monetary authorities in uh, recent history. All right. Mark, where do you see the S&P 500 come December 2016? Well, I don't know. I think it will be lower than it is today. I believe the stock market in the U.S. peaked out last May on the S&P 2,134, and that will go down 20 to 40% from that level. Whoa, wait a minute, 20 to 40%? So we are talking about a bubble here, according to him. Uh, Let's listen up a little bit more, see what else he has to say. Uh, Now, Trump was talking about China 
that we were tied to China. So let's see what Faber has to say about China, because he picks that up next, too. There seems to be some connection in the triggers. You know, there's a bubble and then there's the triggers. China has its own bubble, but the fall of the China bubble, uh, most economists are saying could be one of the triggers that busts the global bubble. And don't forget, this isn't just about the U.S. This is a global bubble, but we're so connected now that uh, we depend on holding the world up. And if the world collapses, uh, it's bad news for all of us. Okay, interesting. What's your take on China? We, see, we saw a lot of volatility, a lot of brutality on the markets over the last three days. Is there a disconnect between the markets and the fundamentals of the economy? Well, there is a disconnect between real economic activity in the world and asset prices uh, most everywhere, where, with a few exceptions, where markets have really adjusted significantly on the downside. But in general... Uh, markets, asset prices are high and economic activity in real terms is very poor. And in China, it was evident already for two years that the economy was slowing down. But the eternally optimistic fund managers that uh, essentially have to advertise their products to make money, they of course remain bullish of a Chinese economy. And this is something I will never understand, that people pay attention to the statistics that the Chinese government publishes when other statistics are much more reliable, say, import and export figures out of Taiwan to China, they pointed out to a meaningful slowdown already for one and a half years. Commodity prices pointed out to a meaningful slowdown. So in my view, the Chinese right, economy, Mark- we have a colossal credit bubble in China. And how it will unwind, we don't know. It may happen through significant weakness in the RMB. RMB is the Chinese currency. It could also happen through significant uh, weakness in the economy. And some sectors of the economy in China, like steel production, they already have experienced hard landing. And my sense, I would rather be overly cautious on China than overly optimistic. Uh, Mark, we've also seen like today, we've seen, you know, the spread between the offshore and the onshore one widened by so much. At what point does it become problematic for Chinese leaders? One's another name for the RMB. <laughs> well, it may not be that problematic because they could essentially let the yuan float down. Uh, whether that would help the economy much is very debatable because in the case of Japan, it hasn't helped at all. In the case of Europe, it hasn't really helped. So these currency devaluations uh, have relatively minor impact on real economic activity. But this is an option China has. They could also print money. They can buy assets. They can support the stock market. Uh, Central banks and governments can manipulate markets uh, essentially almost endlessly until the final collapse occurs. But whether the collapse occurs through the currency or through asset prices or a credit implosion, is uh, not very clear at this point. Right. But let's take a step back. So you're pessimistic or you're very cautious on China. Uh, I would say pessimistic. You say that the U.S. is in a recession. Is there a bright spot in 2016? Or should we actually worry a lot more than we are at the moment? I think that investors overlook the fact that we have been in a colossal uh, asset inflation period since 1981, when bond yields in the U.S., the 10 years peaked out at close to 16%. And since then, bonds have rallied, stocks have rallied, real estate rallied globally. And we had an explosion of credit in the world. 
and uh, we have had decelerating real economic activity, decelerating productivity growth. And so we have this asset bubble. And I think that the next thing that will happen is that all the asset markets, like the Titanic will crash. <laughs> it won't matter very much whether you own a Picasso or the S&P. It's all going to go down. And okay, I, I have to say, when, when you actually, I mean, you're pretty jovial for someone who's predicting a huge correction on the markets. Uh, Mark, are we talking a 20% correction? I mean, when you talk about the Titanic, it, it, you're almost suggesting that, you know, it could fall by half. Could be. Now, this is this is the di- dichotomy that you keep hearing, which is the real economy versus an asset bubble. So what, you know, uh, if, if, if we're not expanding our economy, why is the stock market expanding to the sky? If there's a disconnect there, you know, you can look the other way. You can say what's today will probably be tomorrow and not look at the future. But that's not what markets uh, inherently are based on and inherently somewhere that you have a, a drug that the markets are on. When we talk about asset values are inflated, folks, that's your 401k. That's your IRA. It is inflated artificially, according to what these people are saying, that it's not moving at the same pace as a real economy, which seems to be slowing, but your stocks are rising. So that is a sign of a bubble. Now, Think about what happened in 2008 for a minute. You might have been eight or 10 years from retirement. So we ducked that bullet and we weren't devastated. Although I sat in my office and I had 60 some odd year olds come into my office in 2008. And that news was devastating. Absolutely devastating. But if you're listening to this, maybe you duck the bullet. Plus, we have another fa- uh, thing that occurred that you need to think about, which is just How did we get out of that? That was so bad. That was so scary. What if it hadn't just bounced right back? What did they do? Well, you have two viewpoints. One is the government made it all better. That's what happened. They made it all better and they always will. I trust the politicians. They know what they're doing. They'll borrow whatever trillions of dollars. They print more money and printing money is good for me. And if it it makes my stocks go up, I'm not going to ask any more questions. But the other side of that is perhaps that experiment can't always work. Perhaps, let's see. Well, we still have a Fed that's stuck down at zero interest rates. Oh, excuse me. It's up one quarter percent. And that's all the rise back up in interest rates they can get. And that's how much banks loan money to each other. You know, you and I don't get zero percent. The banks are much more concerned about the real risk and they charge us real credit rates. But amongst the banks and amongst the, the one percenters here, they can get zero percent or very, very low rates. So what do they do? They invest in things with that, right? And those prices inflate because of the easy money. So all I'm saying is you can either say that the government has made it all better and always will, or you can scratch the surface and say, what is this gravity? If we've pumped this much stimulus and this much work into the economy, what is the gravity that's still holding it back? Well, I'm going to help you understand that because we're going to give you a full educational kit today when you call 888-882-5578. 888-882-5578. If you've called the show before, you're going to get two great gifts. One of them is a 
complete CD with Harry Dent on the phone of the great gold bust ahead. And that's just kind of looking to the future saying, I know people, we're going to have this bust. It's coming one way or another. But do you run for gold? Is that the place to go? Well, I challenged him on his position and I asked him some hard questions and that's all on CD. You'll get that when you call 888-882-5578. You'll also get my report. I have written this report from the practical end of what we have to do in our office. And I want you to understand that what this all comes down to is whether you understand that these days, there's only going to be about two asset classes to invest in inflationary assets or deflationary assets, because when this bubble hits and busts, it will change our monetary system. But you need to understand how inflation is a different life than deflation, and you need to take a position on which way you manage your assets. This is a practical manual. I wrote it so a high school sophomore can understand it. We're giving that away today. It's called Inflation or Deflation, America's Monetary System in Crisis and How to Plan for It. And I give you a strategy to manage for both concerns in a single portfolio. You'll get that when you call 888-882-5578, 888-882-5578. And if you're new and you've never called us before, I'm going to throw in Harry Dent's complete book called The Demographic Cliff, which will help you understand why economies have to contract if the demographics are contracting. If the baby boom is the largest lump in the economy and the baby boom is consuming more, stimulus will not counter that. That is happening around the world, and the central banks have pumped economies full of drugs when they should have been deleveraging economies. You'll learn about that in Harry Dent's book, The Demographic Cliff, How to Survive the Great Deflation of 2014 to 2019, uh, if you're new. So the number for all of those is 888 888-882-5578, 888-882-5578, 888-882-5578, 888-882-5578, no strings attached, and it'll blow your mind when this comes in the mail, because everybody's like, really, you're giving me this stuff? Yes, we're giving it to you, no strings attached. Call the number, 888-882-5578. Okay, I've had a chance to meet David Stockman on a couple occasions. He's very, very impressive. Although, you, when you read his books, you do need a dictionary. Uh, he recently wrote a few years ago, uh, The Great Deformation, The Corruption of Capitalism in America. He was the director of the Office of Management and Budget for President Reagan. So he served in a presidential administration. And um, he was the one that Ronald Reagan asked to work out the numbers on how he was going to greatly slash taxes and slash government. Uh, he is very independent. He does not uh, portend to support Republicans or Democrats. He kind of dislikes them both. And he has been a large uh, he's been very outspoken about the dangers of stimulus and money printing and how that becomes a trap and a drug that you can never get over until the patient dies and that it will eventually kill an economy to continue stimulating it. So um, recently last week, there was this great clip I didn't get to include in this, in this thing, but they got all the, like um, the guy on CNN, Fareed Zakaria, got all of the federal uh, Fed chiefs together. So he got Volcker, he got Greenspan, he got Bernanke, and he got Yellen. He got them all together. And, and Janet Yellen saying, you know, there's no bubble going on. Things are great. And, um, you know, we just don't see any signs of a bubble. It looks like the economy is strong. 
This is the person that runs the central freaking bank of the United States, and she is in la-la land. And so David Stockman was asked about this. This is a short clip taken from uh, Fox Business called Markets Now. What does former Office of Management and Budget Director and overall economic advisor David Stockman have to say about this? I know it just makes you miserable. <laughs> well, I don't, I, I don't think it's Fedland. It's fairy tale land. Uh-huh. How could someone in their right mind believe that you have interest rates that drive the whole short end of the market, the money market, at zero for nine years? Because that's what these two alleged academics Nine are. years. Nine years, because they started it, as you remember, in December 2008. That is the greatest gift to the 1% to the speculators, to the leverage traders, uh, to the carry trade ever imagined. It will totally distort markets. It will create unimaginable bubbles if you keep that up. And we're almost on the edge of another uh, explosion at the present time. So it tells you that the clear and present danger in America is that the Fed is run by people who are in some medieval castle somewhere and have Uh, lost track of the real world. Got to go back to your statement that we're on the edge of another explosion here because 2008, obviously, I'm sure you're in this group. A lot of people say rates too low for too long leading up to the crisis was at least one of, if not the only one of the reasons that things were so bad when we finally had that collapse or maybe caused the collapse. What is this next explosion going to be in your view? Do you have a prediction or a... Well, I mean, we're at the fourth bubble inflated by the Fed this century. Uh, remember dot-com. And they said at the time, right. uh, this is different. This time is different. The market is reasonable. It was crazy. Five trillion of value evaporated within months. Same with housing. Uh, no one can see a housing bubble. No one on the Fed. Not the new incoming chairman, Yellen. Read well, what she told the, you know, the Supposedly behind committee. the scenes she did, didn't yeah, speak not, about not it publicly. Really. What she told the committee, she saw none of this coming. Uh, Seven trillion of household wealth collapsed within a year or two and then in 208 so now i think we have the greatest mother of all bubbles and there's nobody left in the stock market today except uh, you know drug drugged up uh day traders and robots who are getting who are being mainlined by the daily injections of liquidity from the fed this is utterly irrational would you think that stocks are a bigger bubble than longer term interest than longer term treasuries i think they're both the same bubble because when you drive the treasury rate down to these absurdly low levels that is the so-called benchmark or cap rate for the whole financial economy. And when cap rates are way too low, sub-economic, it means asset values get bid up way too high. So the, the stock market today is trading at 20 times trailing earnings, right. the same point it was at in October 2007, and we're hearing the same ref- uh, refrain from the sell-side analyst, uh, you know, come on in, the water's warm, uh, we're just getting Some started. sort of a trigger, and then one of them goes, is basically what you're saying. Yes, exactly we don't right. know. All right, well, uh, David, it's always great to see you, even with this type of conversation, but it's important. David Stockman, thank you. All right. If you think he was emotional, wait till you hear Dent a little bit. Listen, um, what we're really just doing today is we're just looking at, you're listening to Straight Talk Wealth Radio. We are here every Saturday morning on News Talk 1590 KVTA. I'm your host, Bruce Whitey. Today, we are talking about bubble or no, no bubble because, you know, something sure wanted to break back in January, but there's a lot of drugs in the system and there's a lot of ways to print money. And you're going to hear uh, Harry talk about how things can get stretched out. But the point is that uh, we believe you should be prepared. You should know not just what's happening today, but what's going to happen tomorrow. In order to know what's going to happen tomorrow, you need to understand why the things that are happening today are happening. Because look, my friends, if you're 50 years old, okay, fine. Don't worry about it. You got another five years you can get through heck and back. 
before you really have to be on track for retirement. But if you're 55 or over, you don't have another five, 10, eight years for the market to fall and come back. And so uh, those who you know were, went through the tech bubble and went through the real estate bubble experienced 13 years, 14 years of no gains overall trying to recover from those bubbles. So what I'm here to tell you is, is that we're, we're eight years down the road and more and more baby boomers are closer and closer to retirement and you can't for, afford to make another mistake. If you do, and I've got too many people coming to my office that are in their late 60s and are figuring out their third career because they got nailed. It hasn't come together. It is more important for you to preserve the assets that you've got than to try to get another 5% higher than your friends are getting, higher than conservative returns, try to get aggressive returns, if the risk of that is you might lose 50%. That extra gain is not going to change your life. But losing 40 or 50% of your money uh, while you're trying to take those risks, that will change your life. We're giving you an education kit to help you understand inflation versus deflation to help you understand why gold may not be the answer, but we'll look at it. You're welcome to have your own opinion. I know it's an emotional subject. And on this gold CD where I have a discussion with Harry Dent, Oh boy, we, we got into it. We got why, into why gold is so emotional. How is this new crash going to be deflational? Where are the bubbles and where are the triggers? We got into gold versus other commodities. Is it the same as other commodities? Does it behave the same? Where are gold prices headed? I'll play you that clip before we go off the air. Uh, will the dollar default? I really challenge them. Look, if the dollar defaults, gold is going to soar, Harry. Explain that to me. And I really challenged him. And I went, and I also and we should go back to the gold standard. All of that is covered on the CD, audio CD of my interview with Harry S. Dent on the great gold bust ahead. Everybody gets one today if you're in the first. I got 50 of them sitting in a box, so you got to be within that number. 888-882-5578 to get that CD for free. 888-882-5578. 888-882-5578. Uh, if you haven't received it before, uh, we will also throw in my report called Inflation or Deflation, America's Monetary System in Crisis and how to plan for it. I have a printing coming out, so that one may be delayed, but we will get it out. That's Inflation or Deflation, America's Monetary System in Crisis. And if you have not pl- called the show before, you're going to get a copy of Harry Dent's complete book called The Demographic Cliff, How to Survive the Great Deflation of 2014 to 2019 and that is the primer it goes into demographic cliff and why demographics can power or depower economies this is your survival kit this will really get you grooved in on a very practical uh, uh tactical level of how to survive the coming changes when these bubbles start to break up All right. What can I say about my good friend, Harry Dent? Uh, I have so much fun with him. He is, you got to come to one of his events, uh, that the rational economic summits that are done once a year. It's a great guy to hang out with. Very real, very down to earth. Uh, and, uh, and, Turn me on to some real good scotches. So um, he uh, he is uh, he, he was used to be a um, consultant for Bain Capitalist, and he helped people understand demographic markets, where to go find their markets, and how to access their markets, and use demographics to really develop some refined and new twists on economics. Uh, he pulls no punches, and I'm going to play you a, a clip from. 
futuremoneytrends.com, a real good interview that they did. I could have done an interview. I didn't want to bother them this week. Uh, you will hear at the end here, get on the phone with me, talk about gold for a little bit, and then that's on the CD that you're ordering. Uh, let's get into what Harry had to say about uh, the bubbles that are going to burst. HarryDent.com, our guest, Harry Dent. Thank you so much for joining us, sir. Yeah, nice to be here, Daniel. Well, hey, sir, the last time we talked to you uh, was in August. It was about August 27th. Uh, you had predicted that oil would fall to below $30 and maybe even as low as 20 or 10 uh, in January. We saw that happen. Uh, you told us that China uh, was pretty much um, going to be having a major slowdown. And it's almost as if we hung up the phone. The stocks, the stock market started crashing. Uh, China became big headlines in the months to follow. And then in January, we saw oil. So I just kind of want to follow up with those specifically right off the bat here. Um, let's start with oil. Oil's now had a, a little run here to 40. What are your thoughts on oil for 2016? Uh, you know, I, I don't think it's, you know, we, we thought it would rally. I mean, it got oversold just like gold did. But I don't think the rally is going to last much longer. I think, I mean, what oil has been fighting thus far, it's not just a slowing global economy. It's been more excess supply, and that has come largely from the frackers in the United States, which are a bubble industry. Fracking is, is hailed as some great innovation, and, and it's a crock, because without super low junk bond prices via the Fed, without the stimulus that reignited the global economy and brought oil back up to 115 after it crashed to 32, we would have never had a fracking industry. They can't make it. They are high-cost producers. They cannot compete with Saudi Arabia uh, and other low-cost sources of oil. And Saudi Arabia is c- continuing to pump oil because they want to kill the frackers. So the frackers are done. They're dead. We've been saying this for the last two years. Their oil is not going to come back to set 60, 80, 100 bucks where they can make money. When their wells run out, they're just not going to reinvest because they can't afford to because junk bonds now cost them 12% instead of 6%. And oil is probably not is probably going to be in a ten to sixty dollar range for many many years, and averaging more in the kind of thirtyish area, and they just can't make money there. So so oil. The next problem with oil is going to be yes, some supply is going to increasingly disappear from these frackers, but global demand is going to fall much more rapidly. We see signs that we're going into a global recession again. I think by the summer, the stock market's going to be crashing again. I think by the end of this year, Europe is going to see major defaults in Italy and Greece again. And China bubble is just going to keep bursting. The big picture here, Daniel, is simple. Central banks and zero interest rate policies and, and, and the greatest debt bubble around the world in history has created a bubble in everything. The greatest bubble, the most global, most pervasive, all assets, real estate, commodities, gold, stocks around the world. And this bubble is unraveling and central banks just keep pumping money in to try to keep what I call the orgasm going. Because bubbles are orgasms and they look exactly like the Masters and Johnson's orgasm chart. I show this all the time in my presentation. I can throw the gold bubble up, the Nikkei bubble, the tech bubble, the, the current S&P stock bubble. Um, real estate, everything, and they all fit this orgasm chart. The thing is, bubbles don't correct. They don't have soft landings. They burst. When they finally run out of steam, they're so overdone that they can only collapse. And China is is the most feverish government sitting there plugging dike after dike. Oh, the stock market cracked 50%. Okay, well, then they buy their own stocks, you know, and they pump up this and they do this and that, and they, they lower margin requirements. You know, their real estate bubble's bursting. That's how they got their stock bubble. Because they encourage stock speculation to try to take attention off the real estate bubble bursting. And then they got a stock bubble that's bursting. I mean, and, and then you know, when the stock bubble bursts, 
then Chinese real estate investors lose confidence in their economy. Yeah, it, this is just a giant effort for governments to act like, oh, we don't have a bubble and we can have a soft landing. There will be, and I repeat this and will state my entire reputation and I will move to Australia and be a limo driver if I'm wrong about this. <laughs> we are going to see the biggest global bubble burst in history in the next four years. There's only one way out of this bubble and that is for it to burst. And so people simply have to get out of the way, forget chasing a 4% yield on a bond, just get zero, get out of stocks, get out of real estate that's not strategic to your life or business because all of this stuff's going to reset back to where it should be without all this endless debt and endless printed money and stimulus and zero interest rates policies, which always debt bubbles and low interest rates set by governments will always create speculative bubbles and those bubbles will always burst. If there was even one exception, Daniel, in history, I'd say there's a chance this won't happen. There are no exceptions. Bubbles burst. Well, quite emphatic, isn't he? Uh, listen, let's just go right into clip two here. This has to do with uh, what will the Fed do? I mean, the Fed's going to sit back and just let this happen. Can't the Fed print more money? Can't we run the presses? I want you guys that think that the government made it all better and the government can just kind of keep making it better. Listen very closely to this clip. What, what about the response to the bubbles bursting by the central planners and government? Let's take housing, for example. A house, you know, once this bubble bursts when in commodities, in, in housing prices, I mean, you got people can't afford mortgages now and builders are, you know, everything, essentially everything, the whole freaking world, as you're describing it, and I totally agree, is subsidized by easy money and debt. And now it's bursting. So what about the response? The central planners are going to keep pumping cash. What yeah. is what is going to stop them from keeping these things from either bursting or at least them being able to inflate them quickly again like they did in 2009 to today. Yeah, but you know, even though they reinflated it quickly, we still had a 50-60% stock crash and real estate crash and crisis and banking crisis before they could turn it around. Now they've created a bit. What, what, what kills these central banks is their only solution to this debt and financial asset bubbles is to create more debt and more financial asset bubbles. How could that possibly be the solution? Their Achilles heel is not that they will, they will keep printing money. They've gone to negative interest rates now, but look at Japan as an example. Not only after we stopped after we tapered off the of QE, the only major country to do so, they tripled down and have been tr- printing money at three times the rate we did at our peak. And now they've gone to negative interest rates. And guess what will happen? Their stock market's going down again. They're in recession again. It doesn't work at some point. You can't keep taking more heroin without falling down, bashing your head. And there's only two places you can end up if you keep taking more and more of a drug to feel better, not come down off the bubble in the high. You either go to detox or you die. There are only two solutions to that. So detox is a debt deleveraging like we saw happening in late 2008 before central banks just says we will not tolerate this. And we'll just for every dollar a bank loses or every dollar the stock market falls, we'll just put another dollar in. We're just going to pretend like it never happened. I mean, this is this is the most irresponsible, unrealistic monetary policies in all of history, with the exception of the Mississippi and South Sea bubbles in the early 1700s. And that was the biggest stock crash ever. Okay, final segment here. So uh, if you agree we're in a debt bubble, if you agree we're at great risk, I want to talk about the solution of gold. And Harry begins to allude to it in this interview on futuremoneytrends.com. You're going to get a whole CD of this, of the entire discussion. So let's play a little bit of what he had to say on their show. And I'm going to go back to at least one clip that we did where Harry and I discuss where goals headed. 
Harry, because of the demand for gold during a crisis, um, regardless of what the data shows, it's um, whether it's been a good thing or bad thing for gold and inflation or inflation, just knowing that the people, the masses will likely buy gold and have been buying gold. Um, gold is now at 52 week highs. The, the gold mining shares specifically are up more than 100 um, percent. Is it possible? Um, you know, I know you've looked at the data where the commodities are collapsing, but gold specifically is almost separated from those commodities as a money. It's not money. And gold correlates with one thing, inflation. Inflation has been going down since 1980. And I mean, you remember gold crashed in the early 80s and didn't turn around until 2001. People have been buying gold, have been crucified, even though all the people like me that say, hey, hey, we got a debt bubble and it's going to burst. They tell you to buy gold. People have been buying gold for years and been getting their asses handed to them. Gold is rallying. I've been calling for months and months. I said, gold has been crucified. It's been oversold down at 1,050, 1,100. It's going to bounce. It's going to take a healthy bear market bounce. But but mark my words, bear market. I think gold goes to 1,400 here, give or take, and then falls by mid to late 2017 to 700 bucks where it was in 2008 when it crashed during the crisis. The last time we had a worldwide financial crisis and banks were melting down and all this sort of stuff, gold was not the safe haven. It went running for mommy. Gold went down 33% in four or five months in late 2008. Silver went down 50%. The U.S. dollar that all these gold bugs say are is going to fall to zero went up 27%. That's the safe haven. U.S. dollars done nothing but go up most of the time since the crisis started and, and the recession started in early 2008. It went up in the crisis. And it continued to go up sooner or later, even when all the money printing happening and now the money printing's failing. I think the dollar is the best place to be until it resets and gets in parity with other currencies. The people don't realize the dollar went down 58% in the boom. 58%, which is a huge depreciation for a currency. Now it's just basically rebalancing. The dollar goes up another 20, 30%. I'll feel like it's fairly valued again long term, and then I will no longer be a dollar bull. But right now, I do not want gold and I want the US dollar. Gold goes to $1,400. We got people out in late April when silver peaked. The day silver peaked at 48 bucks. Gold peaked a little higher in September, but we got people out of gold and silver right there at the, near the top. And we're telling people this bounce here is the last chance to get out of gold. It is, it is a de- an inflation hedge and a beautiful one, the best in history. It is not going to do well in deflation, and it is not the crisis metal. Gold correlates with inflation, not crisis. If it was a crisis hedge, then why did it go down in late 2008 when we had the worst financial crisis since the Great Depression? It's not a crisis hedge. We confuse crisis with inflation. Most crises we've had, including the oil embargo of the 70s and every war in history, have been inflationary crises. That's when gold goes up. This is not an inflationary crisis. In fact, central banks are purposely creating money for one reason, and that's to keep deflation at bay without $12 trillion of money printing around the world, we would have already seen deflation like the Great Depression. And in deflation, every financial asset except the strongest currencies and the strongest sovereign bonds goes down. Junk bonds go down. Stocks go down. Commodities go down. And yes, gold goes down. Goes down. All right. Well, what do you think? Bubble or no bubble? So uh, that's the name of the show today. And listen, we're going to help you get through this. We're going to help you understand it. You got to get educated on it. The risk is out there. You can close your eyes. You can say the government will make it all better, or you can say maybe the government is setting it up to get worse. So we're going to help you when you call 888-882-5578 today. We have a free information kit. 
if uh, you have ordered anybody who's at all, you guys, we have so many friends from doing this show, so many of you that have met at events, have been in the office. Listen, if you haven't gotten the CD from me on my interview with Harry on the great gold bust ahead, order it, uh, put it in your car. Uh, it's a great interview. We had a lot of fun on it. I really challenged Harry, you know. I know this is a controversial subject. I know that people disagree wholeheartedly on different viewpoints about gold, so I really challenged him on it, and you'll hear it on the CD. You will also get, if you haven't received it before, my report called Inflation or Deflation, America's Monetary System in Crisis and How to Plan for It. That is your greatest risk coming in the Changes that will come in the economies and the markets will be whether you understand we are headed for inflation or deflation. What do you invest in? Who are the winners and losers? It's all in my report. Call 888-882-5578. 888-882-5578. That'll be for free. If you have not called us before, then we're going to give you Harry Dent's book, the great, no, it's uh, the demographic cliff, how to survive the great deflation of 2014 to 2019, lays it all out, lays out why economies contract. There are organic reasons economies contract. If you understand that, you can see into the future and you can understand why governments will always battle that and what they should be doing versus what they are doing, which is creating bigger and greater bubbles. And that's not going to end well. 888 Triple eight 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 two five five seven eight triple eight 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 two five five seven eight. Let's play a quick clip of my interview with Harry about the price of gold. Where are we headed, Harry? Where are we headed on gold prices if uh, if everything uh, comes to fruition on uh, trends? Well, at a minimum, we're heading back to the lows in um, late two thousand eight, around seven hundred dollars an ounce. I think that's going to happen in the next year and a half, literally. And uh, I think down the road. The bubble really started, um, you know, around late 90s, early 2000s, and we could go back to those levels. That's 250 to 400 bucks. So, so somewhere between, I think, I think 700 minimum. I think it's going to go substantially lower. My golden rule, Bruce, from studying every bubble in history, when you mm-hmm. have a true bubble, you've got bubbles all over the place. Bubbles usually burst more like 80 percent, sometimes 90, sometimes 70, but 80 percent is a good rule when gold is at 400 bucks. You could start looking at it long term. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even went down to seven hundred bucks by early two thousand seventeen, as I expect. I still wouldn't buy it then. Although you'll get a bounce at that point, probably. But at four hundred dollars or lower, I'd say, hey, boy. I mean, and I the next commodity cycle, and, and these are clockwise every thirty years: nineteen twenty, nineteen forty nine, fifty one, a double peak; nineteen eighty, and then we had kind of a double peak in commodities late uh, mid two thousand eight and early two thousand eleven, averaging right on that thirty year cycle. Uh, there's going to be another 30-year cycle from early in the next decade into around 2038 to 40, and that cycle is going to be driven almost totally by emerging countries. And as I was saying earlier, Indians, Chinese, these people are much bigger commodity consumers as a percentage of their income, and they love gold. So I think gold could hit the $5,000 all these gold bugs talk about, but we'll all be dead before it happens. That's the only problem. Yeah. 
Hey, it's Straight Talk Wealth Radio. We got to go. Uh, it has been great uh, talking to you today. The show has been about bubble or no bubble. I hope you've come to your own conclusion. Listen to the material today. But if you need more, we're going to help you. You call 888-882-5578. 888-882-5578. We'll get you a complete education kit. Everybody's always surprised that they get so much in the mail from us that we really do give out good and complete materials but hey it's part of it's part of the job so uh this is not about a correction in the market this is not about oh i'm patient i'll wait out this is about a change in the market that will be more than anybody close to retirement will recover from unless they're willing to work another 10 years this is serious business i suggest you get fully educated We will give you the full CD. You just heard one clip from my conversation with Harry Dent. This is about a 40-minute conversation I had. I asked him, why is gold so emotional? Uh, You know, where's the bubbles? Where's the triggers? You know, isn't the dollar going to collapse? Isn't that going to be good for gold? I challenged him on every point. You can have the CD for free when you call 888 888-882-5578. 888-882-5578. You can have my complete report called Inflation or Deflation, America's Monetary system in crisis and how to plan for it and it is illustrated so a high school sophomore can understand the material and it gives you a practical strategy to manage both concerns in a single portfolio that's my report on inflation or deflation and if you've never called us before you this is your opportunity we're going to give you harry dent's complete 250 plus page book called the demographic cliff how to survive the great deflation of 2014 to 2019. That is the book that gives you all the basics on an economy, what powers it up, what powers it down, and what bankers will be expected to do to try to compensate that will make things worth. That is all a survival kit that you need. Pick up the phone. We'll be stay on for about five more minutes. 888-882-5578. Get the kit for free. 888-882-5578. 882-5578 bubble or no bubble it's a great show thanks for listening and um we'll be back next week we're here every saturday at 9 a.m straight talk wealth radio 888-882-5578Content of Straight Talk Wealth Radio is for educational purposes only. Any discussion of financial products and their features is subject to change without notice. Consult your own tax, legal, or financial advisor as to your specific situation. Tax-free benefit specialist and insurance services, California license 0E48147.